Good day to all. It's great to have you here with us and with another session of Zoho Live. Today's session is particularly special for three reasons. One is that uh, unlike the other sessions, uh, this is not just limited to Middle East and Africa. We're going to broadcast this globally and uh, make it available to everyone. Another uh, reason is that it is about a topic that is very important for us, non-negotiably important for us, the topic of privacy and protecting your data. And third, we have our co-founder and CEO, our very own Sridhar Vembu, taking the stage today. It's a great pleasure to have you, sir. Thank you, Ali. And uh, I'm really happy to be in the session. And as uh, Ali mentioned, we, are, uh, we take privacy very seriously in Zoho. And I'm going to make a, a brief uh, presentation on this privacy and adjunct surveillance. And the surveillance is, that goes on as part of a, you know, our overall ambience we are in now in the internet. And uh, you'll see why we take privacy so seriously once you get a glimpse of this. And first of all, protecting user privacy has always been part of our cultural DNA. And this is from the way from the beginning. And our promise is very simple. We don't own your data, you do. We will never sell your data. We will never do advertisements. And so this is the key promises we make. Our business model is very simple. We get paid by the customers to provide you uh, software. You own your data. And we strongly believe ads, surveillance, and privacy don't mix. When you have an ad-based business model that's built on surveillance of the user, Privacy goes out the window, really. So that's really the reality, and we will see why. And with our own free products, like Zoho Mail is offered uh, free uh, up to certain level, and we never considered ads. We have never actually ever considered ads as part of the mix, and uh, we will never consider ads. And now it's 25 years, so there's some durability to our uh, promise here. We've been around. And we also extended GDPR rights globally to all our users. So any user of Zoho anywhere in the world can come to us and uh, ask their, for example, their personal data protection or erasure, and we, we act as though GDPR rights uh, also apply to them. So that's something that's very important because we have built the technology to comply with GDPR. We are complying with it actually in a global level. And we took another important stance on privacy in 2020 and this is where we are blocking what we call adjunct surveillance to protect the privacy of users. What is adjunct surveillance? And this is a phrase we coined, and it is surveillance by all the internet giants, whether it's Google or Facebook or Twitter, that goes on as part of anywhere you visit, any website you visit, any app you use, there is some kind of a surveillance tracking going on there. And users are being tracked. You are being tracked right now. And so we are paying for free services with our data. That's really what is going on today. And um, surveillance companies are now, they are not just gathering information when they use their apps, in their website. They're actually using it all across the web, all across the app landscape without the user's permission. That's very important to keep in mind. And here are some headlines. This came last year and uh, so Google collected personal health data on millions of Americans. And that's, uh, you know, it's without, of course, their permission. And there's Google and MasterCard had a secret deal to track retail sales. And so your store purchase data 
is going to Google servers. Even if the store, per, no, the purchase happened some, in some uh, retail that is completely not connected to Google at all. And uh, then leaked documents expose secretive market for the web browsing data. There is actually an active marketplace where every search, every click, every buy on every site. And that's what they sell. So, and the major corporate clients they have for this. So this is how the landscape is. And all these deals, backroom deals are done without the user's permission. There is trade, active trade in users' data, your data, our data, without the permission of the users. That's what is going on. And we wanted to take a strong stance against this practice. And in fact, this is not just restricted to B2C, the consumer-oriented apps or services. It's also actually in B2B. And, uh, and the way this happens is, the same surveillance companies are actually tracking users on their properties, on their websites, for example. And these are the trackers that you find on websites. And those trackers are everywhere on B2B websites. So here are a few samples. Salesforce, and you will see all the trackers on the, uh, we have shown Facebook Pixel, Twitter Analytics, Double Click, Google. Double Click and Google are from the same company, but they have two separate trackers there on the Salesforce website. These are all still there. And SAP, you have all these trackers going on, and there's a lot of them you can see. And Workday, all of these trackers on their website. NetSuite and Slack, you know, can go on and on. There's all these are trackers on their website. That means that when you visit a Slack website, all the, the information is leaking away to all these uh, advertising companies. These trackers are going there. And you can keep going, actually. And there is a convenient site. You can go to builtwith.com and put slash uh, any website, and uh, it'll give you the tracking information. And uh, we actually took a stance to have zero trackers. And that is our, basically our, uh, and this is, a, and since surveillance is happening everywhere, we took the stance. And for us, even if that such tracking is legally acceptable in many jurisdictions, we did not find it morally acceptable. That has been our stance, that this is wrong. That so much tracking of, you know, when you visit a website, you have a reasonable like, assumption that maybe that website knows about you. But not the entire internet should not know about you, right? That's the that's what is really going on right now. And we will not be part of this practice. So we decided to stop all trackers, third-party trackers on our website completely. So it's only a transaction between the visitor of the website and us. No third parties involved in it. And we actually took this very strong stance. And uh, we removed all the uh, trackers, basically. We removed all the trackers. We removed Facebook. We removed Twitter. We removed Google. And we removed trackers from all the companies. And in order to you know, serve the users with our own site, we developed the tools to actually serve you without, you know, and since we don't share any of the data with any ad company, this data is purely there as part of our software, really. And then that's your data and as part of our software. And the data belongs to you now. And it's not traded around. It's not going anywhere, you know, going to any third. So there are no Trojan horses. And there is a cost to doing this. You know, we clearly, uh, um, when we remove all trackers, we lose certain, uh, the way that, what the behavioral data that these companies provide. But we decided we will sacrifice that. We actually don't want that. We don't want to do business that way.
and we actually are we can do this because the tech stack Zoho runs on is entirely Zoho's. We run on our own data centers. We run uh, either open source like Linux or entirely our own stack that we wrote. So, which means that we, when you hit our website, when you hit our data centers, there's no third party tracking, nothing going on here. And we can make that guarantee. And the public cloud companies have ad-based business units. So you have, they sell you cloud services, they have ad-based business units. And as I said before, ads and privacy don't mix. They'll say yeah, we have analytics, but in reality, I mean, this, there's, uh, there's no Chinese wall between, firewall between these things, okay? So there is a, a real uh, uh, mixture going on in this. So that's why we should be very wary of these companies. And we encourage the B2B industry to follow our lead in this privacy. We have taken a strong stance. We have zero trackers. It has been about one and a half years since, and we have learned to do business with this. We have done well, actually. So which is why we actually, our slogan is choose privacy, choose Zoho. Thank you so much, Sridhar. Thank you. It was very informative. I saw one question, Sridhar, which, which is interesting. When you mentioned that uh, we do not own the data and some was, someone was wondering, uh, how, how come we don't own the data? What does that even mean? Your data, your company data, that is your data. That means when you, you can take it out and you also can say, delete the data from your servers because I'm going elsewhere. And then we delete it. The data is purely yours. That's what we mean by that. Similarly, you use Zoho Mail, it's your data. You use uh, uh, Zoho Show, create a presentation, that's your data. So that's what we mean by that. It's very clear that we use our services, we use our software. The data you're putting there is your data. So essentially, we are the custodian of our users' data. In fact, we take it seriously in the sense you you entrusted the data with us to safe keep it, and that is all we do. And then, if you don't want us to keep the data, we just delete it. That's it. It's very simple. Understood. Understood. Very well. Thank you so much. So, uh, just coming from uh, our offering because we, we have a lot of apps and we have a very robust platform uh, after 25 years of working on it. A question comes and says, how does Zoho manage to create such a strong privacy offering uh, and, and, and what technology development that went behind it? What was the thought process when we started? And was it from the early days that you had this in mind? Yeah. So we actually, um, this ad-based business model never tempted us from the very beginning. We always believed that there has to be an alternative to this because we rec recognize the inherent trade-offs, contradictions involved in this. And uh, particularly as it comes to business-to-business -to -business software, where these ad models have a serious issue. And even consumers are recognizing it. In fact, Apple has taken a very st strong stance on privacy. And that actually has led to you know, the iPhone being even more dominant as a privacy-oriented phone. So, and that, so the customers worldwide are responding to this. And our own tech stack, we built all of it internally, along with open source like Linux I mentioned, like a Postgres database. These are all well-known open source technologies we tend to use also in our data centers. But other than that, all of the software stack is built by us, which means that we can actually make this guarantee that we know what is there in our code, so we know what we do with it. We can give the guarantee to our users that choose privacy, choose Zoho. That's our guarantee. 
Thank you. Yeah, this this uh, having a full stack approach is 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 quite interesting because once we own everything end to end from hardware to the, the last layer of software means that there can't be no leakage. So this this is an amazing thing. And and what would be your message to other vendors? There are a lot of good companies out there and they're trying to be ethical and and uh, protect privacy. So from a full stack um, approach, how, how would you do it if you, you were another company, another tech company? Yeah, this actually has to, there is a, a clearly our full stack approach has advantages. We can, uh, it allows us to make, provide these guarantees. But even when people rely on uh, public cloud or third party technologies, they still, for example, not having trackers is a major, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a decision every company can take on their website. And in reality these days, I mean, you, we know, for example, take the follow me around type of ads. When you buy, purchase something, a pair of shoes, you sold, you see ads for the same shoes all over the internet when you visit other websites. If we, have, we have all had this experience. Well, what use do those ads have? You already purchased the shoes anyway, right? What's the point in showing those ads again? But that's actually what a lot of these surveillance technologies come down to. The all for all the AI, really, they're not that smart about all this anyway. So, and that means that uh, the marketers are actually often wasting money in collecting endless amounts of data, which don't provide any particular insight. They'd be better off educating their customers and spending uh, money on building a better product but also lowering the price to the extent you are spending less on marketing and lower the price to the customer. That's what I would recommend vendors do. That's what we do. We keep our prices uh, very affordable because we do we, we we focus our efforts on R&D, creating a better user experience, and not so much on the marketing part of it. Thank you so much. Yeah, that that actually sometimes I I, I am asked this question uh, that uh, now that you don't track users. How do you how do you market, and and uh, so what are the other channels that that we are using uh, that helps us marketing? Yeah, this is a interesting one. Maybe think back to marketing say 20 25 years ago. Somehow companies did marketing before all this tracking was invented, right? And those channels often still work. Okay, I mean billboards, for example, the real world offers plenty of marketing channels and uh, people still uh, read newspapers and still standard ads that work okay uh, you can have youtube ads without all the tracking we do youtube ads but we don't have any tracking data we actually you know you go to some tech enthusiast blog and and um, uh, give an ad you know that tech enthusiasts are going to see it it doesn't require that uh, we know exactly who they are you just know that this particular blog or this particular channel attracts a certain kind of audience. Then we can advertise that. So we advertise, actually we have advertised on basketball games in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. We have advertised on the BART trains in the Bay Area. So all of these we have done. So there's still a lot of marketing channels left. We just have to think a little more creatively, come out of this box. That's what I will say. That is so true. It happened to me as well. Last uh, year, more than a year ago, when you uh, put some limit, you know, globally on, on some ad spend, first of all, we were like lost for a few days, maybe. 
because you are so used to, we are so used to having certain channels of spending on ads. Then we went back to the drawing board and started doing some events. Zoho Live is one of those those products, the podcast, virtual events, in-person events. And we saw that with the same budget and often to our surprise with much lower budget, we could create more engagements, more valuable conversations, and of course, we could we could close more businesses because it's really personal. It's not just an ad with a click, you know. It was it was it was such a, an eye-opening experience for us internally as well. So we have you to thank for. I believe this is in line with the same theme. How organization uh, organizations can do marketing on digital platforms with keeping privacy intact. I believe you touched on it, but if you want to expand on it, please. Uh-huh. Think about, for example, YouTube as a platform. Now, YouTube has a lot of uh, uh, channels. People have uh, their influencers who have their uh, post their videos, all of that, right? Podcasts, all that. And we can select ones that have affinity to our audience. And uh, we know that they're, what they're kind of roughly who watches those channels. And then we can go and advertise them. We don't need to know exactly who watches it. But we know roughly what kind of uh, audience is watching it. So that's an example even on digital platforms. Similarly, a lot of things you do on LinkedIn itself. You don't particularly need the, the data of the particular user, but you can still get effective marketing messages across. So there's still a lot of uh, digital platforms where you can actually do this. Okay, And then there's, of course, the, the real world itself offers. And I mentioned all these. And uh, you also, the, you mentioned Ali uh, events like Zoho Live. Well, you conduct these, you provide. In fact, one thing I will suggest for all marketing folks watching this, the best marketing that I find personally is education. Edu- education. And, and why education? Because, I mean, think about Zoho itself. I mean, we have a complex mix of products. Definitely not everyone who comes to our website is going to be an expert in all those products. And they are coming to us not only just to look for products, also to look for what kind of technologies do I need to run my business. And if we explain that well, we invest in education, and then they stay with us and they look at this, then they learn. And this is actually, you know, for every marketer really out there, the first priority has to be education. And then, you know, and and I myself have found the value. For example, uh, I had to buy an air conditioning unit uh, about a couple of years ago. And I, I learned about air conditioning units by visiting the various vendor website, downloading their brochures, their white papers, and reading them. So the marketing people there educated me. And two or three vendors, I did that, I got a pretty good idea. So that's an example where, in this case, though, no, the, the marketers would not have known who is doing the reading. But by creating that content, they helped me arrive at a good decision. So and they educated me about air conditioning, right? So that's an example of how, uh, uh, no, what you can do even on digital platforms without violating privacy. Spot on about training and education. So if marketers see themselves as educators, uh, that will change a lot of factors. And within that space of educating as a marketer, there's also a lot of learning. So you also do marketing, uh, market study, market research. So uh, every time we are in an educating mode, we're also in a learning mode. 
and will learn from our customer. These could lead into new features or fixing some issues or at least the, the way we create experiences for our users. So that's an amazing angle to take. Great, thank you. Thank you so much. So how, how do you see the future, Sridhar, in terms of, okay, this is a, 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 it's a largely an ad revenue-based marketplace for the advertisers and also for the ad companies. Some people set up businesses. Their business model is about tracking and making money off people's data. As they say, there's no free, free beer. There's no, you know, privacy also comes at a cost. How do you see the future? How can we lead the future? privacy privacy conscious yeah we, we look at gdpr for example that's the kind of the first big legislation on this whole topic and now there's poppy in uh, south africa protection of uh, personal information and so this whole idea is spreading around the world now it's no longer business as usual in 2021 you cannot act like it is uh, 2011, for example, that the customers worldwide are much more savvy about this. They understand the real importance of privacy. And governments everywhere, regulators, are stepping in now more and more. Uh, this means that vendors everywhere, including the ad-based or surveillance companies, have to now be much more, tread much more cautiously than ever before. And it also gives rise to a new uh, set of companies that are built from the ground up as privacy conscious companies, much like Zoho has been built. So there will be a, you know, a, another round of innovation in this, where new companies arise that put privacy first as a major goal in their software design. So all this, I think, is the predictable consequence I see. And one thing is, and, and there is also a regulatory push to break up some of these companies so that all this data is not accumulating in one place. Break it up. And, and that's also a push that we are seeing in the US Congress, maybe sometimes in EU, all of those places. So, which means that the next 10 years will not look uh, anything like the last 10 years. And we are going to see action on a variety of fronts. And along with it, customers everywhere are demanding that companies put privacy first. That also will, uh, will have a, a real impact in the market. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Would you like to share something? We're kind of going towards the end of our session today about the vision, how we're going to see the future. So we actually at Zoho have a very all-encompassing view of business software. And our Zoho One platform really is about uh, uh, being the operating system for business, solving your entire business need with Zoho. And that's... Uh, and we already have a really credible platform there and we are expanding on it. We are deepening the capabilities and we are also making it much more developer friendly with the creator, with Catalyst and a lot of the tools now. So this is our, and, and we want to do this in a manner that is both uh, very effective and productive for our customers and very affordable and also respectful of the privacy of the users and all of the GDPR and Poppy, all the regulatory rights that our customers have. So that is how we see our company. And, uh, and we are investing heavily in the overall R&D. And our culture of investment means that you are, uh, the software that you depend on to run your business is constantly updated, constantly growing and keeping up with the times and constantly innovating. That is our promise to you as a customer. And we have been in business 25 years. 
So we have a track record of this and we are a private company. We have never raised outside money. So which means that we don't actually have to you know, dance to the tunes of Wall Street and quarter to quarter profits. And we can keep the long term interests of our users. We can put our users first, which is what we do. At Zoho. And that we will continue. And we want to, uh, uh, our goal is to, to fulfill our destiny, which is to emerge as a top five technology player in the world. And we are rapidly well on our way towards that goal. And you will see a lot more innovation from Zoho. Thank you so much, Sridhar. We also look forward to that. So that's a wrap for why is privacy not just a legal application, but an ethical choice in Zoho. And we hope to see more and more companies make it an ethical choice before uh, wanting to comply with the rules. Of course, we all have to do that, but the ethics of doing business, its we, can, we are a living proof that it is possible to scale to, from few users to probably almost 70 million users ethically respecting people's privacy and people's data. Thank you so much, Shrida. It was a great pleasure to have you here. Thanks again, Shrida. Have a great day. Thank you all for attending. And have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.